Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. It's not the weekend. It's only Thursday. I can dream, can I? No. Wake up. Smell the coffee. All right? Not time for coffee, isn't it, gentlemen? I need a little more than that. What do you need? I'm bored and I need some entertainment. I can do that. I can do that. Buckle up, baby. Okay. Hey, now. How, howdy. How, howdy. It feels like a howdy day today. I don't know why. Does a little bit. Uh, what's going on, everybody? Today is Thursday. It is the 5th of August. It is National Oyster Day. I haven't had oysters in so long, and it's one of my favorite fucking things. Oh, I got to get really? back out again. I went out to a great place in Thornbury, and I can't remember the name of this wonderful restaurant that we went to, but we did. They had an oyster special, so we did two plates of oysters for the whole table. Uh, yeah, it was great. That's the way to do it, Cat. It's also, uh, let's see here, it's National Oyster Day, National IPA Day, if you like beer that tastes soapy, and National Underwear Day. All right, let's unpack that a little bit. First off, I get that there's some people who really, really, really like the IPA, the India Pale Ales. If that's you, good for you. I can't, though. The beers that are super fucking hoppy, I just, I can't get into it. I don't know what it is. Are you a hoppy girl? No. No. Um, so if I ever receive time and time here and there, we receive things from breweries. And if there's ever anything and it says hops on the label, I'm out. My brother is my go to. I'm dropping stuff off to you. Okay, Rob. And he's like, great, because he'll drink just about anything. And he'll like he likes to try different, different beers and he doesn't care what kind it is. He will try it. So he's my go to person that I give all of that to because I I can barely like you know me with beer. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, it takes I, you an hour to finish one oh of them. Oh my god! Yeah, I sip on a light beer on a Bud Light. I'll be sipping on it for an hour. So I'm not that big of a beer person anyway, unless it's a hot day on a patio. So no, IPAs are not for me. National Underwear Day. It is remarkable how many people don't change their underwear every day, and and this is like the vaccine debate. The people who do change their underwear regularly look down on those who don't. Sure. It's this is the way it works when it comes to underwear because there's nothing else that touches your dick or your vagina as much as your underwear does. Except for you very overly excited people. So, 68% say they usually wear a pair of underwear once and then wash them. For everyone else, it varies. I'm a little concerned that only 70% change their underwear after they wear them. Are we flipping them inside out? Do you do a sniff test? No. How do you make that no. determination that, oh, those are still fine? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what your, like everybody's requirement's going to be, but it's, uh, oh, that's a no. That's a no for me. I feel icky if I wear the same underwear. And I don't know why. It's not even like I'm a dirty person. How dirty's but, your ass? But I have, that's the reason why I have so many underwear. And I think some people maybe do that because they have less. Do you think there's something to it? Because I've got like 50 pairs of underwear. Like it's stupid at this point. But I like having the variety. How do you decide which to wear and do you have some that you wear more than others do you ever go down to like the bottom of the pile and pull out something you haven't seen in a few months yeah i do and it's all based on wardrobe it's based on wardrobe and what i'm wearing yeah if i'm wearing something that's a little tighter i will i will tend to not go for like the uh the boy short type underwear i'm not going to wear those Uh, i will save those for sleeping for example so yeah i have different underwears for different occasions and maybe different feelings too like i feel like this or a color that just like pops out at me that day i'm like yeah I'm going to go with purple, you know, random. 
If you're wearing white pants or a skirt and you know that there's a chance somebody might be able to see through it, do you intentionally look for underwear that will match, like i.e. white, or will you go for something that contrasts so you can see the underwear? Oh, no, I want no seeing of the underwear. So no I've, got, I've got nude because I am a white person. So I've got a lot of uh, like the nude color, if you will, um, underwear. You didn't say spoiler alert before you announced I know, you're a white person. I know. I know. I should have made, made it a bigger deal, but I am white. Uh, but you know what I mean? I, I, I try to get ones that match, won't come close to the color of my skin or at least won't be um, like pop out at you crazy, right? Like I'm not going to wear a hot pink underwear with a light gray skirt that may be see-through, which I try to avoid that anyway, but. 13% say they'll wear underwear twice before they wash them. 6% say three to five times before that gets in the wash. Three to five times with the same underwear that's been all over your privates. Mm. Before they end up in the washing machine. I don't machine. understand. I don't understand. Tell me why. I need to, like, I hear I hear these statistics, or I don't even know if we call them statistics. Whatever. The survey results. I hear these yep. survey results, and I'm just like, I need more information. Why? Like, is it laziness? Do, are you a real conserver of water? And do you feel like we don't need to be wasting water, and that's a waste of water to you? Um, is it more of, I only have a couple pairs that I go through? Why? I need to know why. It probably comes down to necessity. We all know there's people out there that literally think their shit don't stink. So, I mean, uh, maybe they think eh, everything is clean as can be down there. I don't need to put on fresh underwear. It's no different than wearing the same shirt twice. I never wear anything twice except for maybe jeans. That's it. Everything else gets washed after I wear it. That's just how I roll. Is this divided by men and women, by the way? Because I think we all know we have different parts. And for women, they're, um, they're a lot more out there. Then for you guys, is this separated? Okay, because I think most of these are guys. Like, I'm going to call it the way I probably see it, because I think women are probably more likely to change a lot more often than guys are. Yesterday, the uh, education minister rolled out with Dr. Kieran Moore. He uh, they made an announcement. And it's funny because I think everybody thought that the education minister's announcement was going to be the big part of this whole thing when he said, We're spending $25 million to put new HEPA filtration systems in various classrooms that don't have mechanical ventilation. I mean, he didn't even let reporters in the room, but he does want to let students into a classroom with a teacher that may or may not be vaccinated. It's kind of weird that he wouldn't let reporters in the room for that. So, I mean, the questions were a little skewed. Uh, People quickly did the math and they realized, well, $25 million and this is the cost of them. It works out to roughly <clears throat> two to four per school. Oh. Two to four. What? I don't know how that's going to solve the problem, but I don't know any schools that have four classrooms. <laughs> Especially considering they've got to do the classrooms, but, the common areas, everything. Is it possible, though, they got a deal? I mean, there's. I don't, I don't assume. It's the government. They don't shop for deals. You don't they think spend, they do? They're, no. They're fucking okay. losers. I would never ever let the government buy something for me because they are notorious for overspending can i make a request then can we start hiring uh like find the best couponer the best deal finder i want you to figure out how to do that run a contest online i don't give a shit how you do it find someone who's good at either making deals with companies or finding deals and put them in a Position with the government to help us save some money because there's no way in hell you can't be like, hey, HVAC company or whoever it is that you're looking into. Here's the deal. I've got 15 schools in this board. Can you help us out with a deal? Because I know it's going to cost X amount of money, but 
hey, this is 15, and I'm going to make sure it's done within the next year. So here's this chunk of change. Will you work with that? There's no, you're telling me they don't have someone that can wheel and deal? Uh, No, they don't. They're fucking brutal at it. They're bad at running businesses, and they're horrible at procurement. I would love to do that. I, I, I get fucking excited about shit like that. I would love that job. Here's exactly what we should do. This is how we should solve the problem. Because I think generally contractors in any industry, when they know it's for the government, boom, price goes up. And the government notoriously pays more than they should or pays more than the average person would. So, and and I mean, we all know how budgets work with the government. You got to use up your entire budget or you'll get less next year. People are buying shit that they don't need just to use up their whole budget so that it doesn't get cut next year. It happens all the time. So here's what you do. You take somebody who is good at that, someone like you, Kat, who wants to coupon or shop around or pit one bid against another bid, and you tell them, our budget is $25 million. We need, say, 60,000 of these HEPA units. If you can get it for, say, $20 million, you can keep the $2.5 million. You can keep half the money that you saved the taxpayers. I would be totally okay with that. I would be okay with somebody making millions of taxpayer dollars if they saved the taxpayers millions of dollars. I thought that that was Doug Ford's whole election promise. Wasn't he going to slash everything line by line, go through the budget and find out where we're overpaying? We overpay for a lot of shit. And it's not just the province. It's the feds, too. It's governments around the world. They're shitty at it. But anyway, uh, the announcement that actually overshadowed the education minister yesterday was Dr. Kieran Moore, who came out and he's already changed the back to school plan already. Initially, the high contact intramural sports, things like basketball and hockey, that was supposed to be done outdoors. Now he says it can be done indoors. Okay, all right. But people are starting to ask a lot more questions about the back-to-school plan. And and I get it. I do. I think it's fine. It seems to address what the situation we're in with uh, so many people vaccinated and, and the low case counts that we've got. But I get that there's people who have issues. And it's already happening. The province said, junior kindergarten and kindergarten, you don't need to wear masks in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No masks. No masks for kindergarten or JK. Last night, the Toronto District School Board sent a letter home to parents saying, yeah, we know what the province said, but we don't like that. So we're going to make sure all kids have to wear a mask. I just. Uh, yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. You, you know, know, guys, I mean, here we fucking go again. Yeah. Can we please get on the same page and stop having these public health doctors trying to be TV superstars and household names changing rules or trying to trump one another i don't know you know that okay so i'm that that hits me a little close to home because i was really happy to hear that it was grade one plus my my daughter's four she has no problem masking when we're in the mall and we're at a store or at a grocery wherever we are no problem with it all asking a four-year-old or assuming a four-year-old is going to do this and even a five-year-old all day is 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 a is a bit much and that's kind of the reason why they did that to begin with and i'm Assuming that they haven't talked with a lot of ECEs and teachers who work in these classrooms every single day, because they can tell you firsthand. I know several of them. They're going to pull on them, push, pull them off, take them off. They they're they don't stay away from each other. They don't understand the concept. They want to touch and be near and be close and shit. Shit like that's going to happen with JKSK. I don't understand why they need to change it in Toronto. I understand they're a little bit worried about that concept. They think maybe that'll help decrease the cases. Maybe it would. 
but putting that on the teachers, I don't like that. I don't like putting that on the teachers because now they have to make sure that they watch that um, on top of all the other shit that they have to watch. I just don't understand why it's different from Toronto to York or Toronto to Halton or Toronto to Peel or it just it's weird to me. I has nobody recalled anything we've learned in the last year. Number one, COVID disproportionately affects the elderly. That's why we rushed to get the elderly vaccinated first. We've known all along it doesn't have that huge an impact on kids. Even if they do get sick, it'll be mild. The odds of them ending up in a hospital are very slim. I I don't understand what we're fucking around with here for. I mean, we've got 70, no, over 80% at least partially vaxxed and over 70% fully vaxxed. I, I don't understand what we're doing here. Although I am watching what's going on in the States. I I got into it yesterday on my Facebook page with a few uh, followers that I've got. And and people are are saying things like, well, you can't give any credit to the vaccines for the situation we're in now. Because the same thing happened at this time last year. Last summer, we had low case counts. And then as soon as fall hits, as soon as flu season hit, boom, numbers started going up again. And those people are predicting that's going to happen. And I can't even argue with you because you're right. The numbers did drop last summer, very similar to what they are now. Last year, nobody was vaccinated. This year, we've got over 70% Mm -hmm. fully vaccinated. Is it because of the vaccines? Is it because of the weather? Well, one thing I would say is it can't necessarily be just the weather because Florida's going through it. They've got more people hospitalized now than they did at the the height of the second wave. Right, right. They're like balls to the walls though down there i mean you know that you know that firsthand Mm -hmm. but i also think that the the governor of florida and various other states is reading the room he's looking at his constituents the people who voted for him his name is desantis the governor there and he's thinking to himself a i don't believe this shit and b even if i did if i try and tell these people now that we're going to shut down businesses again and impose a a lockdown or or whatever they're going to revolt I think he's reading the room and Florida is one of those places that is not having it. You can go ahead and tell them all you want. Yeah, you're going to have to wear a mask. You're going to have to get vaccinated. You're going to have to do this. We're going to shut this down. They're not having it. They don't give a fuck. And I see it everywhere in America. I was just there on the weekend. People are done with it. Rising case counts or not, they're done with it. It's really going to come down to... Uh, Whether or not vaccines work and the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. By the way, just for the record, I do happen to think they work. That's why I'm fully vaccinated. So, I mean, I'm good. I can just sit here with the popcorn and watch whatever happens. I'm just hoping more people don't get thrown out of work. Uh, One thing that I did learn this morning, though, is that um, that outbreak they had at Muskoka Woods, the camp in northern Ontario. Yeah. They're saying now it was not just campers that tested positive. It was staff. And as far as I know, most of the staff is tested before they come in or they're at least there for multiple weeks at a time. So I have to think it came in from campers. Okay. I would think. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. And those same kids that will be going to school in a sure, month. Sure. Yeah. I, again, like we mentioned it on the podcast before, I think nobody's expecting the school year to go sm- like perfectly smoothly. I'm not. Yeah. Like I'm already anticipating days where – or. We maybe weeks at a time. I don't know where maybe the classroom that my daughter's in. I'm gonna have to go pick her up from school early, or who who uh, friggin' knows? Like something something's probably gonna happen. I don't anticipate it being perfect or normal. I just hope that we can work with it. Like I'm over 
shutting down absolutely everything just because it's not working in one small area. You know what I mean? One thing we got to get away from is the uncertainty. You know, a parent can't drop off their kid at school at 825 a.m. and then head off to work in, in another city only to get a phone call five minutes after they arrive saying, yeah, you got to come pick up your kid because they've got the sniffles. Yeah. See, and I have heard some good things regarding that from uh, th- that they're, they're going to be they're going to chill out on that a little bit. If you don't have all of the symptoms or most of the symptoms, you're OK. So if you do have the sniffles, but you've got no fever, no other signs or symptoms, they'll let you go. I don't know. My, like daycare does that. A lot of daycares will just do that now. Like they're like, it's OK. A uh, little bit of sniffles, but been monitoring and everything's fine. They just keep him in like they used to, right? Unless you're really showing signs of, okay, you're definitely sick and it's like affecting you right now and you're not happy, then hopefully most most places will just let it go a little bit because kids are going to get the sniffles and shit. It's going to happen. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I, uh, I don't often do this, but I'm going to kind of lean towards the side of the union in this case. As of tomorrow, our border guards could be on a work to rule. Maybe eventually even a full-blown strike. Ooh. That's really going to fuck with air travel. Uh, whether you're traveling or not, there are a lot of people who are. The airports are actually decently busy right now yeah. at some times. Yeah. And, I mean, imagine that. The border guards are on work to rule. They're going to do everything by the book, to the letter, and slow you down as much as possible when you go through customs or cross the border. Yeah. And that's going to happen at land crossings and at oh. airports. I don't blame them. These guys have been, and girls have been three years without a contract. Yeah. And they worked all the way through COVID with no contract. How do you go three years without being able to work out a contract? I mean, at some point, somebody's got to step in and say, okay, here's the way it's going to be. Don't you think? I mean, three years is an excessive amount of time to be expected to work with no contract. Yeah, it is. And I'm, I'm assuming COVID was a good excuse to use for a while. Right? Is, is sure. the, Am I right there? And they probably, Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff on the go. We don't sure. have time to sit down at the bargaining table. Exactly. And a lot of them probably saw a lot of their co-workers getting let go in that time, I would imagine. Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't know if people got let go at uh, uh, CBSA, but either way, I, starting Monday, Americans can come here if they're fully vaccinated. Imagine that. You've been waiting and waiting and waiting to reunite with your fiance or with or to see a baby that's on this side of the border and you're on the other side and you can't cross and there's tons of people that are in that situation even i was surprised to learn that you can finally come as of monday if you're fully vaxxed oh but the border guards are on strike and it's going to take you three days to get across the border that sucks that does can you imagine no that's so disappointing guys work it out Uh, Over in Japan, we had a great day at the Olympics today. I mean, it was just win after win after win. Congratulations to Damian Warner from London. He won the decathlon. When you win the decathlon, that's 10 events in two days. You do a 100 meter, you do a javelin, a high jump, a pole vault, all that shit. You do all the major track and field events in two days. 
That's why if you win the decathlon, you're considered the greatest athlete on earth. You guys from London, Ontario. I love 31 that. 31 years old. Way to go, bud. Damien wins the gold in the decathlon. Andre DeGrasse running anchor for our men's 4x100 relay. He was on fire. Got Canada into the final for tomorrow. Then you've got our, let's see here, 200-meter canoe sprint. Sorry, but I still don't get why canoeing is as big a deal as it is in the Olympics, but that's just me. Uh, Anyway, we won a silver. We won bronze in track cycling. Well, there you go. That's fantastic. All in all, it's been a pretty good day. Plus, the IOC agreed with the Swedish and Canadian teams and has pushed back the gold medal soccer game. Oh, no. I'm going to be watching that for sure during our show because it's tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. instead of tonight at 10 p.m. That's way more convenient for people here, for some, and very inconvenient for others that are here. But either way, we're having a pretty good showing here. So good luck to all of our Canadian athletes that still have to compete. It's going to be a great finish to the Olympics. I think this is the last weekend, isn't it? Yeah. Is closing ceremonies on Saturday or Sunday? Oh, I don't watch that shit. I don't know. I have no idea. You know what? I did. I remember it being good. Like, you remember the London, for example. That was a good close. That was good. And this one doesn't have any hype because nobody's there, right? Like, it'll be our athletes, which is cool. That'll be great to see. But otherwise, yeah, it's not like you're going to have these major, like, you know, Spice Girls are going to perform or fucking Brian Adams (laughs) on the stage. Like, none of that shit's going down. So I don't think many people are going to be checking it out. Just the highlights. I'll watch the highlights. There was a bit of a mystery surrounding one of the events at the Olympics, and I, I actually just watched some video on it. I kind of get it. They're having an issue with the equestrian. This is horse jumping. The equestrian horses, in some cases, have refused to do their jumps. They've been getting almost sort of spooked or freaked out, and now they got to the bottom of it. They finally realized that a life-size sumo wrestler statue is scaring the shit out of these horses. (laughs) And it's namely because of the placement. They say the horses come around a turn. Then, as they're heading to the jump, the statue is right next to one of the hurdles, and it's partially obscured by a bush. So the horse comes around. It's basically blind. It's just getting ready to do its jump. Then it gets past a certain point when you can see past the bush, and boom! Big, fat, naked guy. Why is it there, though? I don't know. Who the fuck thought it was a good idea to put a giant, life-size sumo wrestler statue beside the equestrian jump? Who thought that was a good idea? Someone fucked that up and assumed this was like a part of a biathlon or a decathlon? Like, oh, the horses, they jump, and then they fucking fight this guy. That's not how it works. Honestly, Why is it there? It's a weird placement, but it's there. I believe this is jump number 10 that I, I don't know. I can't read uh, Japanese writing, but it looks like it's at jump 10 after the eighth turn, I believe. And and I'm looking at it. and Yeah, it's a big, giant, fat, nude guy. <laughs> Why is that even there? That doesn't add up. Like, if I'm the horse, I'm like, fuck this, too. I turn the corner and I see that. Like, what are you guys doing? What is this? Can I do the joke in the podcast that I did on our radio show today? Oh, yes. Go ahead. Okay. This time you got to pretend it's funny. Because I know it's not, but you got to pretend. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. So there are still, and this part is legit, there's still a lot of people that are Googling different things about the Olympics. You can go and search Google Trends at any time. And one of the questions that keeps coming up about the Olympics is, how do they get the horses for the equestrian to Tokyo? 
And some people had speculated they put them on a big giant barge and sail the horses over to Japan. That's not how it works. They actually fly them in cargo planes. So there's planes in the sky right now full of horses that are Olympic horses. I call it Air Horse One. Mm. <laughs> you didn't love that, eh? No, I thought that was good. Air Horse One. <laughs> I keep it going in my Air Horse One. Big horse, keep it going in my Air Horse One. <laughs> Air Horse One. It's great. Uh, what else we got to do here? Oh, this is a weird story at a Guelph. Uh, for those who don't know, Guelph is located adjacent to Kitchener on the west side of Toronto. In Guelph, two men are facing charges after they engaged in sex acts on a patio. Investigators say the pair were arrested Tuesday after two girls who were on the patio filed a complaint with staff. The two accused are 35 and 74 years old. Police say they had not met prior to the incident. Both men are charged with committing an indecent act and are due in court in November. You know, I get that police have to be somewhat politically correct, and I get that they don't want to necessarily put out all the evidence in a media release. They're going to save some of it for court because you want to get people uh, that are shitheads arrested. I get it. But when they say committing an indecent act, that doesn't exactly narrow it down. What the fuck were a 35... a 35 and a 74 year old doing mutually on a patio. On a patio. Were they, were they fucking? Were they sucking each other's dicks? Or were they like just pulling it? I I also would like to know details. So did they meet? Were they did they meet already online maybe? And this was their meetup spot, and they just couldn't stop, and they couldn't help themselves. Were the were the drink deals at this particular place just so fucking good that they just got loaded and forgot where they were? I don't know. Like, were they rimming the the cocktail glasses with opioids? Like, I have no idea what would make two oh. people like that just start getting fucking they randy were, on a patio. They were rimming something. Let me tell you, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I I don't even know how I would because you said two people saw it. They complained, right? Yes. How would you even react? Like, I'm trying to put myself in that position where I'm on a patio having drinks with a friend, whatever, and I look over and someone's blowing someone on the patio. Yeah. Like, That's weird, right? Get, you don't see that every day. Get, 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 get a fucking... I go back to grade school, basically. Get a room. Like, uh-huh. Get a fucking room. 35 and 74. Like, there's a lot of questions there. I mean, don't don't pretend like age isn't a factor here or, or you're not thinking about it, guys. But what the fuck is a 35-year-old doing with a 70-what-year-old? What is it? 74? 74. What happened Is he there? like a sugar daddy of sorts? A sugar daddy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... This is why I'm thinking there was something online because you said that they hadn't met or or the police say that they hadn't met before, right? Yeah. So I'm wondering if this was like a meetup situation because I, I, I got to tell you, I got to bra- browse Craigslist here and there because we're bringing back Missed Connection soon, everybody, on our FM morning show. So you're going to hear them on the podcast here too. And as I'm perusing this, it's just a lot of, do you want to meet up and blow and, and just blow each other? There's a lot of that. A lot of People it. just want to... Suck a stranger's dick. Yes. Like a guy looking for a guy, they want to do that. It happens a lot. And sometimes it's man for woman, woman for man, woman for woman every now and again. Absolutely. But it is a thing. Where where do you want to meet up? Now, did they plan to have this sexual act on a patio in public? I don't know. Maybe it was a fantasy of theirs. Or maybe, I don't 
I mean, God, I'm just so curious. It's a, I, it's, it's a weird fucking couple. As it turns out, the, the two females were teenage years. Oh, no. That's even worse. I know. Poor that's things. why there might be some credibility here to your theory that this was an online type of thing. I don't know if they'd had any contact with these guys or not in advance. It just seems like a really strange circumstance. I don't want to do anything with a 74-year-old man, let alone fucking pull it on a patio in Guelph with him. <laughs> what the fuck happened there? That's insane. Like, I don't even know how I, like I said, I don't even know. I'd be like, are you guys serious right now? Like, put this shit away. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. And I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. Like the great Backstreet Boys once said, where you been, where you're from, don't give a fuck. Don't fuck around on a patio in public. Don't do it. I don't want to see that. I don't <laughs> give a fuck who you like. I don't give a shit if you like to, if you like dick or ass. I don't care what it is that you're eating. I don't want you to do it on the patio in public. <laughs> Mind your manners and stop fucking strangers on patios, if, please. I don't Be care polite. If you're a motorboat and son of a bitch or you like to jingle balls, I don't give a shit. Just don't do it where I can see it. Where anyone can see it. Teenagers are seeing it. Come on. Let's bring it full circle and remind you that this is another reason that you should have clean underwear on at all times. Just in case you get the opportunity to hook up on a patio someday. Clean underwear, everyone. Change them every day. And on that, we will say thank you for listening to this edition of After 9. We'll be back tomorrow with Dave Blizzard, who is going to join us. And he was at the Jays game yes, last night. so He must be happy. He probably is. Well, I, we can find out a little bit about what's going on at Rogers Center. Uh, if you haven't been there, uh, apparently they've stepped up the protocols, the safety enhancements. But the pictures that Dave posted on Instagram last night, it didn't seem like people were distanced at all. So I'm kind of curious to see what is actually in place there at the Dome. Have yourselves a great Thursday, everybody. Go Canada, go. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy it.